All right. This is Andrew. Uh, I wrote a book. It's called Water Wasted. It's coming out in November. Um, you should pay me for it and buy it, and I'll get all the money because I'm the man and I wrote it. Ha <laughs> ha! The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Storytellers, A Java Journey. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Everyone should believe in something. I believe I will have another coffee. Quote author unknown. Yes, a lot of ink has been spilled about coffee. Heck, a lot of coffee has been spilled too. Usually when we haven't had enough coffee yet. And well... It's funny, but in these divisive times, coffee even has a way of healing the political divide. Consider this quote. I never drink coffee at lunch. I find it keeps me awake for the afternoon. The Java, guzzle, the Java guzzling fount of wit who penned that line? None other than Sir Ronald Reagan. Say what you will about Iran-Contra or the other political things he did back then, but he could jest with the best when it came to coffee. Yes, Coffee sure is good. I agree. My name is Thomas Kincaid Jr., and earlier this year, I became a coffee shop owner. My lifelong dream was realized this March when I opened Storytellers. But I didn't just open a stuffy spot where bored baristas pour flavorless bean juice for the workday crowd. My baristas won't just brew you up a frothy mochaccino and shove you out the door. They'll brew a little something for your soul as well. Welcome to Storytellers, a Java Journey, the official podcast of Storytellers Coffee House and Dreamatorium. I'd like to introduce my baristas and Terra Hot's two most exquisite coffee connoisseurs, Joseph Rogan, No Relation, and Jerome Durapois. Jerome, how's uh, 2020 been treating you? Oh, it's been actually... Uh not too bad. I've actually, there's a lot of, you know, misery going around. It kind of is like, well, I'm surprising. And uh, kind of a lot of people like feeling the kind of bullshit I've been feeling basically forever. And kind of just been like creatively blossoming again this year. I feel like I'm going through like menopause again and, uh, uh, or whatever the fuck. Um, I don't know. Maybe I am not. Uh, maybe I do mean that. I don't know. You figure it out. It gives a shit. But um, basically, been writing a lot. Uh, I'm back to poems, even though I swore off them forever. Uh, if you believe me, then you're a fucking moron. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're you're doing pretty well. Um, the three of us have basically just been living in this coffee shop for the last six months. But before we get into that backstory, I got to check in with you, uh, Joseph, too. Like, how are you doing? Um, um, I can't, um, Was can't that English? Com- can't complain, I guess. You know, things are kind of, you know, I haven't had any bad stuff happen to me. And it feels like kind of... I, a long time like uh you know i hate to say it's like been a good thing but you know he won a scratcher he won I got a scratcher. scratcher it was my first scratcher win out of like it had to have been like a hundred of them right and it wasn't like you know it it, it wasn't you know i wasn't like on the news it wasn't a lot of money. Was, yeah but i wasn't like on the news 
Like they took my picture while I was there, but it was like it was like $10,000. It wasn't bad. Well, I think you're being a little bashful cuz we've all come into a little bit of money this year. It's been a good year. Um, I mean, I He spent basically half of it on jewel pods, the ones well, that I wanted to stock up so you can have them. Actually, in you know, the break room is kind of like 20% like a wall of jewel pods, but everybody's kind of thanking me for that because it smelled. What flavor was it? You like? Are they coffee flavored? No, it wasn't. It was. Um, it was extreme pine. It's, pine, pine jewels. Yeah, that's your. Pine. You said they're like. Oh well, they're banned. They're getting rid of the good flavors like pine. Well, it's yeah. Well, I know we're the we're the only people here. So Joseph, you've kind of made the break room into your bedroom because we've just been kind of living here. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's. It's been, you know, a little bit challenging to kind of do that. But, you know, you started this, you know, coffee shop and, and, and you know, there's that disease that, you know, is going around and it it's it's making people like DoorDash every meal and, you know, be sad and not change out of sweatpants and oh, yeah. kind of feel like, you know. Us. They feel yeah, like us. Yeah, people were kind of like mean- taking our thunder like getting Whataburger delivered and stuff. And um, now... I mean, I kind of like thought the pressure was off us. Right. Finally. And, and like it, things have been great, uh, you know. Um, you know, women are afraid to like leave the house. So a lot of them are just like kind of texting. They just want to text. It's like they finally yeah, like are bored. So they're like, like texting respond. me. Um, it's been great. Um, he's He's like... I see, like, like his eyes are, like, lighting up. Just He's looking at his phone right now. He's getting well, messages right now. His eyes are just lighting the, up. I didn't realize this till. Do you know my... I, I have blue eyes. They were just brown for my whole life. And I guess, like, they're just, like, bright blue now. So... It's like a nature is healing kind of thing, or... I, I, I guess, yeah. I guess nature's, like, healing, but whatever. Well, also, um, straight up, I mean... Uh, you know, full disclosure, Joseph actually got laid this year. I did. And he came home and he was his he had a haircut and a tan. He said I I said, Did you stop? Like where did you go after he's like, I came straight here after Yeah. In the this morning. He just came home and he was tan and he had a haircut. I had like sun in. I had like highlights and I guess that's just like my natural like hair color. A coming out? Was, I'm not sure, but I mean, that's kind of like going away now because that was like February. It was really, really... F- I, I do want to say this. It was before all this shit. Before we kind of get going on Storytellers or whatever that awful name you guys picked, um, I just want to say... It's not awful. It's actually pretty pretty. That it was, it was really, 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 really great and fun to uh, get laid. I had a lot of fun. It was, it was good? A, it was good it for was, you, you It said. was a good girl. You said it felt really it good. It felt really good. My favorite part was the end. Um, a little, it's kind of a mess, but um, it's great, um, you know, to have that, you know, all that texting kind of pay off. Well, you, you, you said that, like, you said, that, like, once it was done, like, you immediately got out of there. You said you wanted nothing that you said you ha- you didn't even speak to. Her. Oh, yeah. Well, because I got... Here's the thing. I, I was like, what am I doing here after? Like, my whole mindset changed after. It's like, am, like amnesia? I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm just so sleepy. Like, I gotta, I can't bear to spend one more 
second here kind of feeling if you know what that's like did you become asexual or yeah for a little bit i feel like for about 15 minutes i was asexual and you know i got i got that sounds great he became like tan and hotter like weird like how things happen well i got an uber back and you know it was kind of a long ride to my house um you know i took an uber there it was an hour hey i i i only knew about it because i saw the charge on my seven my dad's card that i use and but I mean, it was like I mean, I'm gonna honestly. Well, I paid you back in those jewel pods. So. I'm gonna take. Well, I'm gonna take care of you. But if you're gonna be like actually making that kind of move finally, and I mean, like money's not exactly in short supply lately for us. So it's a great feeling. You can you can treat yourself now and then. I mean, we've kind of made it, if you ask me. I mean, I get. I don't even look at the prices. Thomas, are you like a millionaire at like now, a grocery like, store? Well, I mean, all of us are basically hundred thousandaires. Well, we could buy basically any pop tarts we want. Oh, we could buy the whole store's worth. I of I mean, pop we could before because like my dad. I mean, like my dad, like like he gave, gave me a car. I got dryer sheets. So, like, we always were able to get that. I but. bought dryer sheets for my laundry for the first time. That's amazing. Well, you you we don't have a dryer. You just throw it in there after they're sitting there in the washer. They smell drying. so good. Anyway. Yeah, so if you if you're listening to Storytellers of Java Journey, you're probably interested in where this journey started and how we got here. Well, you know, a, a longtime uh, Thomas Kincaid Jr. fans and readers probably familiar with my lifelong dream of owning my own coffee shop. Because I thought about this maybe like eight months ago. I was like, it'd be so cool if we had a place where we could make money because we owned it. And also we're selling like our poetry chat books right there on the counter. They're going to come in. They're going to be like, oh, I want coffee. I guess I'll buy this $30 10 page book too. Yeah. I wanted you know? to like run the open mic. I knew when you said that and you said like, oh, we'll make so much money. And, and, I, and I, I wanted to run the open mic because I want to like have that power over people. That, yeah. Like, and see, that's when I said maybe we should call this place storytellers because it's like the open mic is telling a story. Each cup of coffee tells a story. And I kind of feel like uh, storytellers is the name that like a uh, like a middle school art teacher in a denim skirt that goes down to the floor would name a coffee shop. But you two both said, no, it's cool. So No, it, because it is cool. It's it is cool. It's called probably, New Sincerity. It's the best idea Thomas and I have ever had. You're too like, ironic. Even though you're, you, your passion is poetry, you're a storyteller. You like to tell stories. No, I, I, and people say it's, it's irony. But When we told you the story, when we told you the, the name of storytellers, you didn't even say anything. You just looked at both of us, and you looked down, and you walked away. Because it it's, it's not a good name. It's, it's lame. I think you're, I think Thomas, I think he's like, low-key jealous it's like the name of a coffee shop in like a wes anderson movie like i feel like uh, so you hate that's like your and idol why'd you guys yeah, put you all these why'd you guys now? are you too cool for are you why'd too you cool guys for put west all these now? typewriters up everywhere so we can work on literally two of them are yours that we brought from like the yeah house. but that's like a utility one i don't know why you brought it from the house this place looks like a brooklyn airbnb we wanted to make it a little bit more rustic, add some stuff that, like, like we needed stuff Whatever. that's, like, kind of tinny. You need, like, typewriters and, like, tinny silverware, or, you know, like, uh, some tables that feel like they're not going to hold up. I don't well, know. Well, what if somebody's like, allergic to copper? What are they going to drink out of? 
This place costs like a million bucks. It's like to head open. to toe and copper. I, you, you guys know, got just, like copper tables. Well, a lot of it's like I said, it's, there's tin too. That's why we and like some's aluminum. It's like some guy comes in here and st- he'll be able to scrap all the copper in here for like a lot yeah, of the, a lot of the drinkware in money. here that is basically stuff that Civil War soldiers would use during their when they were using like a camp, you know. Yeah, you guys also sell a lot of stuff that Civil War soldiers would have used, like. Yeah, we do. You have we that all, whole us, table. We do. That You're part no, of this you whole deal. You're part of this the whole front deal. Where you sell poultices. And then you have you a, help sell them. I have to. That was your idea. Because I, I, that was I, literally your. That was literally your idea. Why I can't are you be a, a barista? Because I'm allergic to coffee. All right. So I was like, okay, well, we'll have a table where I sell stuff. But why and, you come, and then, you're and like then, trying and to like and split sides? Comes in Ta- with the we'll sell, we'll sell playing the victim as usual. And I'm like, what's a poultice? And you're like, it's a healing cream. And I'm like, made out of what? And he just, I don't know. He just had a he he put all that those yard weeds in a magic bullet and mixed it with some jergens and it, it's neither here nor there. I, I don't mean to to to, to split you know, the group or whatever. Uh, we are very successful. You literally come to we, work wearing a Civil War We have War a hat. bunch of money now. Um, we yeah, haven't people had might any be wondering, customers yet, but... Yeah, people might be wondering how these guys who aren't selling any coffee, who were broke as shit about nine months ago, how did they come into this successful business? And well, you know, I thought about the business. I opened it up in about maybe mid-March. And the next day, they said, you got to shut it down. I was like, I just opened my business and they told me you got to shut it down. They said there's a disease out there and you got to shut it down. So then I did and we were like, what are we going to do? And then I heard about uh, the, the paycheck program thing and I was like, let's just get some money by saying we have a business because we do, right? So I went on the thing and it said, how much money did you make last year? And it's like, well, we weren't open last year, but I imagine we would have made maybe 10 or 20 million last year. <laughs> So I put it in and then the next day, bam, $300,000 comes from the government in the mail. And then I'm like, I'm going to keep all this for myself. But then I saw the the terms of it and it said, well, it's supposed to be for your employees. So I was like, I better hire my two best friends. Let's each take a hundred grand to machine. He bought a time crisis to machine for his bed. Well, I bought that first and then we each got about $90,000 after that. But, uh, you know, we're living like Kings now. We can just live here. Great. It's like having infinite money. We don't actually really have to sell anything, you know. Or probably do should, anything. Probably should leave this own. in the sh- in the show here. Saved a bunch of money just by like eating only oats and stuff for a long time. So honestly, ninety thousand dollars to me is basically literally have a trust. That's my fund. life. Literally have my a trust life. Fund. It's not really really been a big issue. It's been a a matter of decisions and choice. Deciding to live a life without needing those luxuries. That's really been what it's all been about. You know, and for the listeners out there, I don't want them to think that maybe we are lazy about this whole thing. I mean, like the first week that we, we coffee. got the place. Yeah, we well, made coffee I, for like... Yeah, I can't. I can't make it even. You just start puking. Well, I'm allergic. You're not allergic. It's, a, just it's like the it. smoke. Like you can't see it, but you know how there's like a smoke that comes from coffee? That's, like the no, it goes in your nose, and like I can tell it's there. Even if I don't even look at the coffee, it's still like 
Who's got coffee in here? That's, that's called a that's called a smell. That's called right, a scent. Right, the smell. The You're smell makes me sick. And I'll, I'll, Did you just call it a, a smoke you can't smell? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're fine with the jewel pods, and that's just nicotine, right? That's the same thing that's in coffee. Justin, did you not know what a smell that's was? That's accurate, though. It's like a smoke you can't see, and it, you can tell. And then I'll, I'll whip around in the coffee shop, and I'm like, you know, who's... Who's drinking coffee? And, and I look around. Everybody's drinking coffee because it's a coffee shop. And uh, that's when I either puke or uh, my nose starts bleeding or... Or I have to jam an EpiPen into your yeah, leg. Yeah, I've gone through a couple EpiPens. We've pre- Honestly, this is the most expensive thing by far. Spent like... I mean, even the Jewel Pods only cost like five grand. And I got those for the rest of my life probably. Um, but the EpiPens, it, I mean, it's a grand a shot basically. So it's just like... You know, not good. Maybe not a great idea to work with coffee, but also you don't need the EpiPen. Your doctor told you you don't need them and you're not allergic yeah. in the proper sense. And that you just, you ordered those EpiPens through the black Yeah, market. but I told you my doctor's a woman and she thinks that I like her, but I'm not into her. So I thought you told me that all doctors are women. Yeah, but she's like, she just... She's telling me that so that like I'll have to come back more because she want she's like into me and stuff. Has she texted you? You can't text your doctor. Like if you're going to if 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 anything I don't know if you've ever dated a doctor, but if anything goes down with the doctor, it's got to be in the. Uh, well, they always have to. It's got to be they're in the room. Call. It's got to be in the room. They're all they they're always on call. Like they have to respond. If you say I'm going to kill myself, they have. Why to, like, do you think you know, doctors shut the door when you go see them? Because of HIPAA. I don't know who that is, but it's because they want to sleep well, with you. Well, it's like if, if someone saw in there, then it would be a HIPAA violation. But the thing doing. is... Well, I think like Joseph is saying like if they like tell you, like, well, pull down your pants, I got to check you out, they want to like make sure no one else gets to see it, only they right. get to see and, it. And the thing yeah, is, that's, they that's don't... called uh, HIPAA. They d- a doctor doesn't want to sleep with all of their patients unless they're a slut. So they have to shut the door to make it look like anything could be happening there. So that way, when they actually do do something with you... Uh, the door shut. Not everybody's like, huh? Has she done huh, anything with you? Huh, that's weird. No, she hasn't. But there's definitely a vibe out there, like putting out a vibe. I feel like Thomas. Are we doing poems? Well, they yeah, said we're like think, a lot of read know, poems. We opened this coffee house thinking that we could read poems maybe once or twice a week, and then you know, with the whole pandemic situation, we haven't really been able to do our poetry night. So I was thinking, what if we start this podcast called Storytellers of Java Journey, the official podcast of Storytellers Coffee House and Dreamatorium, and then we kind of bring our poems to the people? Well, I could start with one. That would be magnificent. <clears throat> if that's okay with Joseph Rogan. Well, you know, it's, uh... go. Okay. Jesus. All right, this poem is called Smile. Hey, what is that? Was that a smile I see? (laughs) I thought so. I've seen this before, but nothing like yours. You should try that out more. You're prettier like that. And you know what? I know you want to, I want, I know you want to impress me. A smile like that can make a guy like me do a lot of bad shit. Legal kind of stuff, you know? A smile like that could get a man killed. That's the kind of smile 
that I'd probably threaten to top myself for if it came to that. But it won't. So don't sweat it. I'm just saying, it's a good one. I'm almost half a mind to try on myself. Oh, damn. Look at that. Now I'm smiling. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. It's been a while, you huh? You really are smiling. Jer- what's your... F- Jerome, what's your... What's go- what? Are you in pain? Why is your I face looking like, like that? Like I said, I'm smiling. You're... You're what? I know it's... Uh, uh, it's crazy to you. What the fuck are you it's talking about? You. you literally smile every time a woman texts you back. You do it all the time. You don't realize you do it. You look down at your phone. Well, I can't see it. Why are you doing that with your face? What? Well, suddenly a man gets a little cash in his pocket and he can't smile about the way his life is going? I can tell from like looking at Jerome's smile, none of those muscles have ever been used before. Like you're straining when you do it. Yeah, it's the biggest workout he's ever gotten in his life. I can but, see you know, it like twitching. Good. Jerome, you better stop that before well, you I get hurt. I also crush up a Valium into my coffee, so <laughs> that's probably why. Oh, well, that, that, that might help too. You got any more? You know what? Well, I'll save it till after. I thought you were allergic to that too, Joseph. What, Valium? Yeah. No, I'm fine. I can handle that fine. I'm only allergic to like stuff that like, it's like a weird coincidence that just like kind of annoys me. When I said that he had to do the taxes for our other podcasts, he said, I'm allergic to those. And then I said, well, let's try it out. This is the TurboTax program. He just started pretending to sneeze, and then he pretended to be asleep and in a coma. Okay, first of all, I wasn't pretending. It was pretending. I was asleep. I would rub your, your chest, and you'd go, ow, ow, every time yeah, I did it. Yeah, you because you were waking me up, and then I would go back to It doesn't matter. I have a poem I'd like to read. All right. <sighs> this poem is called I'm Not Going to Kill Myself. Every day is not pain. The simple pleasure of living is not as boring as it is malicious. The world is not a meat grinder meant to destroy all sentient things and feelings of satisfaction and pleasure. Women are not evil, and I'm doing great. I'm going to make a charity like it gets better but for mean and straight children. I want to create a mentor program for children who are at risk of going to college and majoring in English. I want to create a charity that sends prescription medication to self-diagnosed, internet-addicted teenagers. The world is fun to live in. I enjoy living my life. I never... Think about attacking and murdering my friends. I love myself, and I forgive myself for being such a fucking loser pussy. I'm doing great. I'm not going to kill myself. I never smoke inside of my car, and my car doesn't fucking stink, and I don't know who else I have to tell this to, but I'm not going to kill myself, okay? Wow. Very good. 
Uh, I was looking at Jerome's face during that whole poem and he was smiling for about 90% of it. And then I think he realized toward the end that some of that stuff you're saying, you didn't really mean it. What? I thought it was really funny, actually. It's not trying to be funny. It's funny to me. Well, it seemed like it, but then it just kind of seems like you're have a little bit of a bad attitude even though your life has taken a really positive everything's turn. going good i don't know what to say it's 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 going good i wrote i mean i everything's doing better so i just wrote the opposite of what i usually write well i mean even though i think things are going pretty good for me this poem that i'm about to read I, it's kind of about having a problem but i don't think it's a problem can i read it it's your you show. You own the place. It's you, you own storytellers. Oh, I was just expecting, knowing you guys, that you were going to like say something about how I shouldn't do it. I, I don't know what you want from us. You just like insulted us after like you were the one being weird. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jerome, am I crazy? I don't, I don't, feel, I don't feel so good. You'll be fine. Uh, my smile's gone. Good. It was freaking me out. I don't know if this is going to bring a smile to your face. But I gotta speak my truth. Just read it! This one's called, Yeah, I'm a Pothead. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I'm a Pothead. I like to grind it up. Then I like to just sniff a whiff of its good smell. Next, I put it in the chamber where it goes. It gets real cloudy in there. As the pot fills up with the good stuff... Each morning, it makes my motivation go up, up, up. So yeah, I guess you could say it gets me high. (laughs) Now, I'm not really a Biden guy, but I guess you could say I'm with Joe. No beans about it. This Joe is really, really the way to go. Yeah, I may not operate a criminal empire from a palace on the outer rim world of Tatooine, but you can call me Java the Hutt. So go ahead and laugh. You can say my lifestyle's for deadbeats, for losers, for goofies. I guess you could say I'm a real Java junkie. But when I brew that mud and slide it down my gullet to get my fix, well, partner, this heady brew of steamy Colombian bean juice makes my vintage artisanal glass carafe sing. So yeah, I guess I'm a pothead. Now, are you going to hit this, or should I sip this bitch myself? Wow. Well, that's excellent. That was actually the first thing, you've, pretty first thing you've ever done that I've been kind of impressed with. It's almost like if a, if a, if a writer, an opinion writer for The Guardian, uh, discovered coffee for the first time at like age 37 and wrote something about it. That's what that <laughs> reminds me of. Well, thank you. I wish The Guardian would pay me to write for them. What's the Guardian? Um, J- Jerome, I... Uh, What's the Guardian? It's like the British New York Times. Do you mind if I if I jump you in line, uh, Jerome? Because I got a poem that's kind of... I Very close to that one in terms of I do concept. mind, but I actually... <laughs> I don't feel so good, so go ahead. Yeah, I just... I had to do this one because, um, you know... Uh, Thomas Kincaid Jr.'s poem reminded me so much of it where you think he's talking about one thing and he's actually talking about something else. This poem is called Wretched Bean. 
awful, evil thing tempting me. The smell wafting. I can smell it across the room, urging me to defile myself. Even the thought of a stomach ache can give me a stomach ache. I would ruin my life if I ever touched that bean. Entire houses open for the bean. People get in line just to look at the bean. The bean wants to destroy me. It's a sentient thing, jealous of me. It hates to be me to see me successful. It wants me to be a slave, writhing around on the ground. Sweatpants on the floor might as well be shackles attaching me to the vile ivory of my floor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to cut this short because I wrote like 40 woes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dark colored, slightly acidic, stimulating, but most of all, bitter. Bet you think I'm talking about coffee, don't you? And not the female clit? <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't get it. Sorry, Joe, I don't get it. Wait, so it was about coffee the whole time? No, yeah. it's about... A w- I mean, we, we work in a coffee place, it's about coffee. It's about the other bean. No, that's what I thought it was about, but then you said... That it was about what we didn't think it was about. Well, you know so what? I thought it was I'm about not gonna, I'm not going to explain it Yeah, for by the you, end, I thought it was I, about coffee. The first I thought it was about, you know. Because you said it was bitter, like coffee. Yeah, it's bitter. Like, metaphorically bitter. Why is it bitter? Hmm. Well, because women are... They're... Like, we're on the same page here. They're evil. Well, I don't know. Uh, I and the, mean, okay, so when I'm talking about the bean the whole time, you know, it I'm, seems like you've been really negative lately. I mean, things are going good. No, for things us. are going good, but that's you know partly because you know I got laid, I won that scratcher, and I haven't you know had any. I got another one. Physical face-to-face interaction with a woman for a long, so they can't ruin me or you know whatever. I don't know. It's stupid. It was a clit. This is called the virus of you. Everyone's scared of what's going to happen. How did we get here? And where do we go now? It's been months since you texted me back and I'm still sick. Everyone is dying and no one can see an end. But I'm still set on that look you gave me when I'd put a cigarette behind your ear. Yeah, I'm sick. I told you that. And though I think it might kill me, and wish it would sometimes, yeah, it's also keeping me alive. Kind of like oxygen would. Or blood, actually. Just knowing you're existing out there, yeah, that's all I need about. Because once you have a virus, there is no cure. It's with you for life. You probably thought I was talking about uh, a virus in that one. I thought you were talking about coffee again, honestly. <laughs> I thought you were talking about, well, the clitoris. No, I was talking about oh, just like a, a girl. Oh, uh, well, same thing. I mean, come on, Joe. <laughs> sorry, we're trying sorry. to do better. I, I mean, we're trying to. I I have been doing better, and you guys keep fucking pushing it on me. Like I'm not doing we had good that enough right for up you on guys. us, and like it's. Listen, things have been really good. We I'm had not the lawsuit. We had that, the lawsuit. Right? But I, we had two but I'm, lawsuits. I'm, 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 I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me no matter what. Okay, so I don't understand why. Like I can be happy like in my own way. Fuck it. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. Fuck it. I mean, you're authentic. I'll give you that. But I'm not like I'm a lot. Well, it doesn't matter. I'll give you that. It, you're it, authentic. Thank you. <sighs> Sorry, it's just uh, it just smells like fucking coffee in here. Your whole shirt is soaked in coffee. You've been wringing it I out know, this I whole time. I, well, how did your shirt get soaked in coffee while you're wearing it? The rest of you is dry. Was, the rest of you is dry. I, I, did you put no, on I was a at coffee the soaked table, shirt? All right. And nobody told me, first of all, that the, the coffee shop closed down because of COVID or whatever. So I was still like making the poultices and stuff like that. And I set up the table and I was trying to move it, but nobody would help me move it because you guys thought I was trying to jack off again by putting making a barricade where I could jack off safely behind it. And I wasn't doing that. I was trying to actually work and I tripped over it. And this is the one shirt I have here because the rest are at my apartment. Why is it soaked in coffee, though? B- Cause I tripped, all right, and I tried to like, you know, I and, and for some reason you insisted on that big vat of coffee, Thomas, where we just have it and it's like a big broom, and I fell into it because you thought it would be like it'd be like a slurping it, it, it machine. It is kind people of like a sur- like a novelty. That is it's what like people no- want. Just because we haven't it's had a any giant customers novelty doesn't mean it's not what they want. Of coffee at least that we change have to, it out. We have to- just change the co- the coffee's all moldy at top now anyway. Well, we drink our coffee out of the other one. We got two of them side by side, just like they do with the Slurpees, you know? Yeah, so just put a hose in it and take it outside. But we don't need that one. That's We'll deal with that later once we can have customers again. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Also, I'm this whole time you've been covered in coffee and you haven't reacted once. I'm reacting now. Oh, oh, now he's reacting because I pointed it out. I'm, oh, oh, now I'm he's irritable. sick. Oh, now he's, oh, he's allergic. Oh, oh, no, call an but ambulance. But it's dried. Like, I'm not reacting that much to You're it. I'm just dr- irritable. It's dripping it's on the floor for me. The, it's not no, dry. No, the smoke. It's the smoke from the coffee in my There's shirt no is getting smoke. to me. That's a smell. And you can't see it. It's in your nose. Joe, It's Joe, like a smoke a you can't s- see. What'd you call it earlier? A fragrance, a scent, a smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to call it, but that's how it works. And you can ask any doctor. Okay, I'll ask all the women you know. Okay, all right. Well, thank you. Who's gonna read a poem next? Because I'm sick of this boring coffee shit. Uh, I can I can read another one, or or what do you want to do, uh, Thomas? You know, just just read your poem. If that's gonna stop you from whining, I'm not about whining. your fake allergy. Kind of whining. Not one. Just, just right, read right. one so that. All right, I'm going to read my poem if everybody shuts up. Thank you. Well, it's good this to is... see you're not allergic to wine. Apparently. I don't know why. Why? Uh, what do you want me to do? I guess I'll never read a poem again, huh? I thought things were going really well, but the second we record something, everybody wants to jump on my ass. Well, this it's, poem, it's your attitude that started it all. Like, I don't see how you can try to blame us for for the way that you think kind more of like bitter this, than the, this than negative the way you see the world. coffee we have in this cafe is Joseph Rogan. This poem is called "I'm Thinking of Getting Laid." I'm beginning to think I might be the man. The theme of my life up until up until now has been man with small dick has big problems, but now. I feel like my whole life has been the dusk and now I'm rewarded with the sun. Plus, I figured out the dick thing. If I wear gray sweatpants and angle my dick at the side and I get it a little hard beforehand, my dick looks bigger. Like, not huge, but a normal human-sized penis. 
just don't get it too hard or the whole scenario backfires. It really is crucial that your dick doesn't get all the way hard. I can't stress that enough. Basically, at some point, women all got together and said that you can't make fun of women's bodies anymore. And now, I think that if that applied to men's bodies, I would really, really benefit from that cultural development. I'm thinking of getting laid. COVID-19 has been the best thing to ever happen. Girls are too scared to go out and meet new guys, so they just drink wine and sex their ex-boyfriends. And I am every single girl's ex-boyfriend. I'm basically crushing Tang now that girls don't have to be seen in public with me. It's my time. I've waited my whole life, and you can't take it away from me. I'm telling you now I'm never, ever going back to the slug I used to be, making a wall of turned-over tables in the abandoned Dave and Busters that I used to live in <laughs> so that I could have some privacy when I jacked off. I'm never going back. I'm the man now. I'm pimp. I feel... Like how Robert Blake must have felt when he tricked that whole jury by pretending that for one moment he did not feel like God. I feel like when Carrot Top first got ripped. I feel like how Kumail Namjiani must have felt when Hollywood felt so bad for him. They made like four shitty movies trying to make him a leading man. And I am never going back to how it was. I have a dozen sticks of dynamite taped to my chest at all times and a detonation plunger hidden in my shirt sleeve and I am ready to ride it all the way to hell the very second I hear a single piece of bad news. Now that's the kind of energy I was expecting. Yeah, a little bit of positivity. Doing much better than I thought you were. I don't know. It's just saying, you know, I shouldn't... Don't be shy. I mean, don't, sh don't be shy. I mean, whatever. It's just whatever. It doesn't matter. It's really good. It was actually really good. <sighs> I mean, just tell me how you actually. I'm being genuine think. with you. I'm being genuine with you. But I think both of us are. We're not patronizing you, dude. You always think that. All right. All right. You're all stiff. All right. You're all tense, like defensive. Like, what's the issue? Like, what? There's a smoke. There's, there's no, there's no smoke. So you can't see it. I mean, so what do you? Can we just Is kill it the steam? Are you referring no to the steam getting, that comes no, from a nice says, hot like, cup of Joe? He thinks like there's like a coffee smoke. There's no coffee smoke that's like trying to get you. It doesn't. Is it the smoke from your little vape? No, it's not the smoke from the. First of all, that's water vapor. I think I really have never looked into how it works. You should check it out because you might be allergic to it. He might well, be right, it actually. Feel, it makes me feel good, so it doesn't. Talk to your woman doctor. Uh, I got another one I can read. Thomas, do you have one to read before this? Uh? Yeah, I could I could uh, pull out my moleskin and, and get to another one here. All right. I'm going to sit back in my chair and enjoy this one. You know, we haven't had any customers in the last six months, and we haven't even really opened up. But I imagined what would happen if we had that first customer, and she came... My Gee, way. Hey. <laughs> All right. This one's called First Customer. The last time I saw you, I didn't know that you would be my first customer. The beans of my heart were still freshly picked and not yet ready for your sumptuous consumption. When I saw you walking on the sidewalk and into my coffee house door, it was like I had just had a big mug of coffee because I became alert. 
because of seeing you. Your hair was the color of coffee. Your clothes and shoes and eyes and car and tongue, it pretty much all was varying shades of coffee. And now I see how coffee-colored tongue sounds like a stretch, but maybe a tongue with a lot of coffee on it would look like coffee. Oh, that's really weird. And yes, your tongue was seeking something. A nice mug of good coffee freshly brewed? Or a new love just poured from the carafe? Well, when you walked by saying, can I get a coffee please to go? I didn't just hand you that day's first piping hot Guatemalan medium roast. I handed you a piece of my soul. And when I gave you my heart, which was a part of my soul, you ground it up into coffee grinds like a coffee grinder would do. Could I be the only one who was jolted and then jilted? By our whirlwind coffeehouse tryst? You were my first customer, but you left with my last heart. And now my blood has nowhere to go, because nothing is pumping it. (laughs) It's a miracle you didn't kill me, but I feel like I am already dead. At least I still own my coffee shop, but it feels like I'm dead anyway, so what does it matter? I guess I don't care about anything anymore. I'm serious, I really don't. I mean, I can't think of anything that I care about. Except it's nice that I have the coffee shop. But I seriously can't think of anything that I care about. <laughs> Actually reminded me a lot. Like, I mean, I can't help but feel like you drew a lot of inspiration from my stuff for that one. Yeah, I was on those last couple lines especially I was really thinking about your stuff and maybe a little bit of some of the negativity that's been coming off of Joseph lately or my like, former negativity which I've kind of Can been I feeling. say like real quick before you guys just shit on me? No one's shitting I, uh, no one's shitting on you. Like you're just like I thought we all agreed on if any girls come in here and we like them that we would have the dib system. And Thomas just completely skipped. It was the dip fictional, it's hypothetical. No, no well, girl. The story didn't no, happen. Tom, yeah, exactly. No girl came in here. Okay, so she's like up for grabs then. She's no, not real. She's mine. Oh no, she's not real. But if she was, then she would be mine. I'm just saying. Next time, call dibs on fictional or real girls. Well, I did. It's kind of implied by like what happened in the story. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I just think you're coming in here with these exciting girl that comes in and wants coffee. Yeah, but did you see how I saw her? That was the rule. I saw her on the sidewalk. I said it. Me and Jerome didn't even... Maybe she likes us better. No, but I saw her on the sidewalk first. That means that I already kind of claimed her. You didn't spawn camping. You didn't call dibs. The dibs system we talked about... Like, this is the main thing we talked about. it's like you lock sights and that's dibs. And then we I was spent like go. five minutes on the name storytellers and we had like three days on the dib system. We got to be vocal about system. it. You got to get like, you got to get real. It's a five page long document. We all signed it at the end. It's it, it, it. You just call it next time. Okay. Okay. Well, I feel like it, we if don't you follow the structure. Then like, what are we doing? It, but I guess this, it doesn't really matter because the whole thing was hypothetical and I thought it up. It was something I created. I thought it would be kind of like burying my soul in a situation that didn't really happen. Well, you should say in your poems from now on, even if it's a affectional woman, say, by the way, I called dibs on this girl. 
call dibs. We have the whole. Si- I don't. Never. Mind. I don't. Sorry, Jerome. Am I crazy? No, I mean, like, he might write another poem in the future where she comes back, and, it, like, I might want to know if she's coming around again. Like, I might want to talk to her if she's coming around another one of your poems. Okay, this might be hard to believe, but I've never revised a poem in my life. I've never read it for you a second do time. Another I've never poem, really though. thought about my poems another... after I read them once, but I'm I'm willing to revise the poem. Thomas, you might do another poem about her, though. About calling and dibs. that means she's going to come around again, and I might want to get to know her then. In that poem. Well, I'm going to put it in my poem that I did call dibs. So then, Okay, next time you have a happens, poem you with her in it, I call dibs. I'm going to ask her out. Okay, well, no, please. I'm going to write another poem with her in it, and you guys can never mention her in your poems ever. Fuck. Well, I got one I can read that's similar to kind of yours, the way it ended. Okay, well, I hope it's not about someone who came into this coffee shop, Well, hypothetically. No, it's not, but it's called Raindrops Mixing with Tears. I'm sad. And looking out a window at the rain, sometimes I think that rain is probably the saddest weather there is. It's cold and wet. And the drops are like tears from the sky, which is basically crying. And since I'm sad too, the world is sad with me, and we're crying together. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and everything is gray and just very sad. <laughs> and that's no good. <laughs> And if it clears up and isn't raining, I'll probably still be sad, which is just very sad, I think. The end. <laughs> My the the feeling that I got from that poem is that it's very sad. Well, I was feeling like kind of sad when I wrote that. It was raining outside. It was just gonna bum me out. I guess that's why they call it window pane. <laughs> anyway, who's got the next one? I'll read one. This poem is called How to be happy and not fuck it up Like you did with that girl Who said she has threesomes with her chick roommate I have lived a long Stupid life Shuffling from avant-garde living space To avant-garde living space Imagine four dudes In one room with two bunk beds (laughs) All on Panera Wi-Fi. I want you to imagine a man who describes his crop top as subversive. I want you to imagine my very tired mother describing me as bohemian to her work friends. I want you to imagine an open mic poetry jam at 8 p.m. in the brightest lit coffee shop you can imagine. I want you to imagine a guy on stage stopping mid-poem to hit his vape, and he coughs so much that a guy in the front row stands up to pat his shoulder. I want to be happy. I don't want to share my Netflix account with a guy named Gudge. I don't want to have to pretend to be drunker than I am so that I guilt a girl into letting me sleep on her couch. I don't want to write poems that will be venerated decades after my death. I just want money. I give up. I just want instant baseline success without artistic credibility. I want money and I want some pussy. I want to write a poem for Microsoft about AI so that Common can read it during the Microsoft Office 2020 Fiesta Bowl halftime show. I want a car that doesn't sound like an anthropomorphic Looney Tune car struggling to go up a hill. I want to have money. I want to be rich enough to pay for sex and then only pay for sex for the rest of my life. And then I want to go online and pretend that that is woke now. 
I just want to be happy. I want to walk outside in September when it's like 73 degrees and I want to turn to my neighbor and go like, I love this time of year or some other stupid normal sentence. And I want to mean it with every fiber in my heart. I want to write poems for Lockheed Martin, uplifting messages on the side of an F-35 like it's a fucking Dove chocolate bar, which is the asexual version of a pinup girl painted on the side of a bomber. I want to learn how to be happy. And I want to stop going on Tinder dates, trying to get laid only because I want to sleep in a bed that night and not on an ALF-themed futon. Thank you. I think a lot of those wishes already came true. You yeah, know? you're rich. Well, yeah, I, 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 you know, yeah. You or got were those the money. sarcastic wishes, and you don't want? No, I want. I want that. I want that. I just, I, you know, I spent my whole life being poor and thinking it was cool to write. Poems. You didn't spend your whole and life th- being poor. I mean, we both. Well, from after I graduated college to now, <laughs> I spent that period of my life being. <laughs> Poor for like what a rich person because you poor s- is. signed something telling your parents that you refuse any money from them because you thought it was like you know transgressive. I don't know, like in a movie where you've a rich been living person off has my dad's money. No, it's like in a, in a movie where a rich person is having financial difficulties, so they have to do something degrading, like find a roommate. That's <laughs> the kind of poor I'm talking about. Then but you, I but think you met that me all your it's been years the best of, thing that ever happened really to you. slaving away and working on your art paid off because if it wasn't for all the poetry you wrote, I wouldn't have met you. And if you didn't meet me, you wouldn't have gotten all this government money that made us all rich. Well, the thing well, is, so is, in is a that, way, you're rich from your art. Joseph and I were in college. We started the Chuck Palahniuk Book Club, and he didn't know anything about writing poems. And I said, well, you could just write anything and you could say, well, this is a poem. And then people have to, they can't argue against it. It's just like art in general. You could say anything. That's the first and last thing I learned about poetry. That's all you need to know. So, and then we hooked up with Thomas Kincaid Jr. And he said, I got the deal of a lifetime for you. And he's told us that probably a hundred times. But But this time it was true, finally. I mean, maybe, but. Fact of the matter is, is that we got a few more poems to read. Well, well um, I'm all ears. I'm I'm ready to just sit back and listen. All right, well, I could go back. I could go back and just. I got some more. I'm yeah, gonna get me another cup it? of coffee and just you know hear what you're laying down here. So, all right, just 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 keep it covered. I guess when just like a lid. Should I sip it through a straw? Would that make you feel better? As long he's as not alert. He's not allergic. There's no smoke. Just. You can't see it. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not This there. is called New Species of Stomach Ache. I've never felt this way. It feels like dog shit, and I am it. Maybe it's my fault, but who cares? I eat a few times a week because most of the time I'm too damn sad or fucked up on you or some kind of my roommate's plants who get too much more water than me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have eaten them, but whatever. I got to borrow some more of their stuff, too. He gets pissed off at, on me because I take the water water bottles he buys from Costco, and I only take a couple of sips, then leave them all over the house. 
He let me play NBA 2K20 on his PlayStation when I had the flu for the fifth time this year. Do you know PlayStation? You could try it if you come over. <laughs> I have some Play-Doh we can make sad little puppies with. Sorry, I'm not trying to look so pathetic. My life has just been in only night mode lately. Oh. <laughs> At least I haven't been decimated by a stray bullet or got Denny Darko, right? That'd be a new holiday, though, I'm sure. Kind of old, just like old school me, you know, kind of like old form kind of shit. What was that poem called? It should have been called New Holiday. No, I mean, like, it's like old school. That's like throwback Jerome, like right there. That's like Wait, old why school. Would it, why would it be an old holiday? I don't get the logic of the poem. Or why Why? Yeah, why it'd be... Well, he said new holiday. Oh, why would it be a new holiday? Because that's what he said. That's what it would be. A new species of stomachache is what it's called. But yeah, why but would I they make like a holiday? Because, like, everyone because would be so happy so that, I, that I die. Oh, it's a okay. Well, I wouldn't be happy. Like, if I got Denny Darko'd. Like what if I, wow, that might be the most positive thing I've heard you say today, Joseph. That you don't Danny want Darko? Jerome to die. Well, I don't want well, him to basically, die. Well, it's, it's the movie where October Sky he gets the pl- the plane falls on his bedroom and he dies. Oh, the same plane from October Sky that's driven by Werner von Braun when he was fleeing. No, it's uh, like the, the engine, the engine from the rocket that Werner von Braun makes with October Sky falls on a Donnie Darko's house when he goes back in time. Um. Dude, it. I went to I went to public school. I've seen October Sky like twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, like an engine falls off and kills him. Okay, they don't show Donnie on Darko purpose, though, though. So I've never seen that. Like he were he walks around on Halloween and then like he says, "Well, everyone hates me. It would be better if I was dead." And then he kills himself with the the rocket engine falling on him from the Nazi uh, scientist. And then so it's a comedy. No, and then he, shit. Wait, what? What was the other one? But any, anyway, do you have another one, Joseph? Yeah. So my my shift is over because it's noon. So I really want to hear a poem on my time off. If anyone's got one, yeah, I have, I a have poem, two more. I guess, if you want, so go if, ahead, if Joseph. You... I got two more. Well, I only got one more. So why don't you read another one? Then I'll do one. Then All right, you this go. one's short. But this one is kind of something that uh, Thomas was like demanding I do. This is called Trick or Defeat. It's fall again. I'm sure you're aware. Sorry, I can't sleep. Kids are dressing up and there are ghosts everywhere and pumpkins who are happy sometimes. And others are sad. Sounds a lot like me. We start with a life like a bag of candy, but soon we find people stick razor blades in there or other stuff that can kill you, like <laughs> heroin or whatever. No one warns you that the scariest thing you'll face is heartbreak or a different kind of boo. I'm just a sad little skeleton boy in a graveyard, and I'm waiting for a treat again. Also, I would like some coffee. Okay, well, when I told you to write a coffee poem to promote Storytellers Coffee House and Dreamatorium, I did. I that was it. It's in there. He says it at the end. It's coffee. I did well, my coffee Well, you could have included the name Storytellers. You were on board with the name, Jerome. How are they supposed to know where to nobody get their coffee? Nobody wants to read a nobody wants to read a poem where I we just talk about coffee obvious. specials. I want to make it subtle, so that's why I did that poem. 
We're, okay. nobody's, nobody is going to read a coffee poem and then drive to Storyteller's Coffee Shop to get I coffee. I read my coffee poems. Uh, he's yeah, talking about no one oh, asked oh my, you to do that. Like, so, it's not like talking about you reading it out loud. He's talking about someone else reading it some... All right. I don't think people. I don't think people want to hear coffee poems and then come drink coffee while listening to coffee poems. It seems a little on the nose. Okay. Well, I made us hundred thousand dares, and then you couldn't even write me a coffee poem. I paid you basically a hundred thousand dollars to write that poem, and you put one word about coffee in it. I had a whole poem about you got coffee. that loan. You got that loan from my dad's bank, man. Yeah, but it was my loan that I got, and now it's free money. Yeah, well, I let you read that letter my dad sent me from prison. So, <laughs> Joseph, We're can you, read, even can you read your last poem? Yeah, I fine, hope this one fine. makes up for the last one. Well, I hope that I don't live in constant criticism from people that I thought were my friends, but that's fine. I'm ready to go. Please don't interrupt me. This poem is called I Want to Be a Baby Again. I want to... I want to be a baby again, your baby. And I don't mean baby like a boyfriend or a term of endearment. I'm looking at you and I'm telling you that I want to be your actual baby. And I don't mean your actual baby as in you change my diapers, breastfeed. I don't mean it in a weird way. What I'm saying exactly is that I want to be your baby in your womb and stay inside of you forever and never be born. I know it sounds crazy, but this is something that I think about a lot, and I just want you to be my mommy and me to be inside of you. And uh, But I don't want to be born. I just want to make that very clear. I just kind of want to hang out inside of you forever in a very like comfortable and warm sort of stasis um as kind of something that's apart from being a baby i would like to have a big plastic bag filled with oats with me that i could eat i know that babies <laughs> don't have food inside the womb they eat the mom's blood or whatever but this is just a different scenario that i like to think about also, I think if I had a PlayStation inside of you, that would be cool, too. <laughs> uh, if I could just kind of feel warm and safe and just kind of hang out uh, in you and sleep in you whenever I wanted, I think that would be really romantic. I'd love it. And I'd love you so much inside there. And I would never, ever have to tell you that or even talk to you. It's basically perfect. You know what? That all came out wrong. Let's start over. Hi, my name is Joseph Rogan. No relation. Is that the end? Yeah. I think you're going to start like a whole another poem there. Kind of like a, like a cliffhanger. I mean, like kind of like a, I don't know. Oh, I'm not familiar with Cliff. I don't know his work. I was kind of uh, just expect a little bit more. Well, it's kind of like just I'm talking to a woman and then I'm like, oh, well, hey, let's start over. So you're drunk. Well, yeah. Like if I'm talking to a woman to get my courage up or like, you know, get the shakes away. Well, <clears throat> sorry. Well, okay. This last so. one is uh, this is my last one as well. This is called Motherfucker Brain. 
<laughs> I got motherfucker brain, and I got it bad. It's basically 4 a.m., and I'm going psycho. I got to puke on something. Maybe my roommate's dog. I keep punching my mattress because it doesn't hurt my hand, but it pisses me off because it bounces up, and sometimes <laughs> I hit myself in the face, which, which makes me more of a motherfucker to me. I got motherfucker brain. So what? I'm depleting neurons by the minute, and I just puked again out my window from the second floor. I'm off some stuff I stole from my grandma, something called Cipro. I'm walking on the ceiling, and I'm getting abs tonight. I'm 007 and Muhammad Ali. Can you get a gun this late? My motherfucker brain is growing, and you can see it glowing from my ears. I'm becoming a tugboat of bullshit. And I'm going over the horizon and over the edge. I got a motherfucker brain, and I am a motherfucker. All right, well, that was another one that didn't really promote the coffee house in any meaningful way. I thought it was clear that I was, like, drinking coffee in it. If if we're popular and we like Thomas gets poems, poems. People, people would know. Like, I think what you're thinking of. Oh, uh, I got you. I Maybe think you should put a... I think you're thinking of commercials. I think you're just thinking of a commercial, Thomas. Well, what if we put a marquee outside and it says the home of Joseph Rogan, no relation, and Jerome Durapois, and above that it says the home of Thomas Kincaid Jr. and his magnificent coffee. I'm on board with the marquee idea. The names, uh, uh... You want to be at the bottom instead of next to Jerome? I think I'll clear all that. The marquee's fine, but I think the marquee should just say... Some poems and other bullshit, whatever. You know, that's cool. It's kind of like, who cares, man? Then people are going, oh, what are these guys about, you know? I think the call of the marquee should say, um, ladies drink free coffee. And then they should put your phone want. number, I'm sure. What if the marquee just says, bold, exquisite, indecipherable? And they have to come in to find out that we're talking about the coffee and also the poems, I think, too. I think the marquee should say uh, free screening of Avengers Endgame so we can get people into the coffee shop and being like... Once they're in, we can lock to the doors, you know? Yeah. And I could sell some poultices. Okay, so at least we've done something productive on this podcast. We're going to apply to get more money so we can get a marquee to keep our business afloat. Pretty sure we have the money for it, but yeah, but we yeah. need that for ourselves. We need more money for the business. Oh, okay. Maybe we take out a loan. That's what I was thinking. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get Jerome's dad on the phone. He'll help us figure it out. We're gonna get a couple hundred large coming our way, and you know, if people want to tune into the next episode of Storytellers: A Java Journey, the official podcast of Storytellers Coffee House and Dreamatorium. They'll probably hear how that turned out for us and uh, maybe hear a few poems along the way. So, Jerome and Joseph, I'm glad you had time to, you know, stop by the coffee house where we live and you're here 24-7 anyway and share with us what you've been feeling. Uh, it's kind of just what we do, but now it's time to close up shop. Yeah, we've had a long day. We're just a couple of working it's, stiffs. It's just time to relax now and unwind, you know. Yeah, it's, it's late night. It's time to unwind. So I hope everyone at home is brewing up a fresh pot of that Joe. And we'll see you next time.